up next is our annual proposition show with Annie Esposito and Karen Audubonny. Good morning, I'm Karen Audubonny, and with me in the studio is... Annie Esposito, and I want to thank you for finding that money song, because <laughs> the propositions, it's about money again, isn't it? Oh my goodness, I don't even want to talk about it, I had to stomach-takingly looking at the numbers, but it's also about money for this station. I want to let you know that this, this morning, support for this incredible programming that Annie Esposito and I put together at least once a year... I think that's when we do the propositions, and we've been doing it for more years than she and I want to talk about, but it's all about money for the station. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about money for the propositions, but we're in the middle of a pledge drive, folks, and that's what keeps us on the air. It's you, the listeners, you, the members, that are the reason Annie Esposito and I are able to come to this radio station and do this programming that I hope makes you an informed listener yeah, and voter. This is so crucial to have a, this little listening outpost. Everything is getting more and more homogenized and swallowed up in the, the, all these weird matrices that are national and international. We have our own little K6 in the sticks, and we can talk to each other. It's just amazing, and it's really important to keep it alive. You can go to our website, and there's a big red donate button. You can do that. Yep. Put that button in there. Or if you like snail mail, like some of us do, just P.O. Box 1 Philo 95466. Five, there nine, we go. 95466. Six. All, all of those reasons to do it. This is one of the shows. When I run into people in the community, the first thing they say is, oh, you do that proposition show. <laughs> I tune in. I have people, I've had people um, actually um, texting me and asking me when we were going to do it. Uh-huh. So I know it's a popular show. I know people have grabbed their ballots. We're, get, we're, we're, we're stalling here so you can go get your ballot, folks. <laughs> get your ballot. We're going to go through all the propositions. We're going to tell you the pros and the cons. And I'm going to tell you the ridiculous amount of money that's being spent on these propositions. Um, and if by chance you don't get it all right now, you can also go to uh, Jukebox at KZWX. You can also go to our uh, website, and there's a, a political side where you can get all this to restream and hear it if you happen to miss it to pass that on. But right now, we need to raise money. So uh, last week, I did the local propositions or local ballot measures, and what I said is you should be getting your ballot in the mail. Well, you should have your ballot in the mail by now. Um, You should have your ballot. Um, If you don't, I'm going to give you a phone number. It's going to be 234-6819. That's the Registrar Voters Office. Uh, You can call them if you don't have your ballot in the mail. You should also have your information um, information pamphlet from both the state and the county in your mailbox. Um, You should also know that you can actually be dropping your ballots off now. There are drop-off boxes in the city of Willits at the city hall, Mendocino County Admin Building at Low Gap, the city of Fort Bragg on Franklin Street, city of Ukiah at Seminary Avenue, city of Point Arena, and the Mendocino Fairgrounds in Boonville. Those are all drop boxes where you can fill out your ballot and get it in early. Making it easy to vote. We are making it easy. The state is making it very easy to vote. Um, And 
The other thing, there's a little card in your ballot that tells you where your polling places are. So if you still like to go in and see all your neighbors and polling um, people, you can still go to the polling places that are listed. There's several listed all around the county. Pretty there's, good, huh? There's another number that um, I found that might be of interest. It's the California Democrats voter hotline. And that's because there's been so much... Uh, noise about being there being intimidation at the polls and presumably mostly from republican activists um so the democrats set up a a hotline that you call if you run into trouble like if you see there's the longs are too line uh, lines are too long <laughs> or if there's people being intimidated or electioneering going on uh, in front of the polling place uh, it's a eight seven seven three two one vote so if you do run into problems at the polls, 877-321-VOTE, and you can let somebody know what's going on. So I also wanted to say that this is our, you know, this is our fall pledge drive. This is something we do every fall. We've been doing it for, isn't, didn't we just have a 33-year anniversary this last month? Yeah, weekend? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. We're 33 so, years old. We We're go. grown up. We're grown up. So anyway, go to our website, kzux.org, and donate, and we're going to inform you. We want, one of my goals in doing this this show and the many shows I do is I want our listeners to be the most informed voters they can be. And I know Annie does too. She, she puts a lot of time into this. So, Yeah, it's, it's about information. And when I said in the mini, beginning that you all are being propositioned again, and it's about, <laughs> it's about money. Um, but there's two kinds of money. There's the local money that supports the local necessities. And this is certainly one of those, the radio station. It is a necessity. It is. It is. And it's been miraculous that we've made it this long. And it's only because of you, the listeners, and you that uh, donate. And uh, call your friends. Bring your friends involved. It's, um, it's, I always call it our local community project. So, yeah. All right, Annie. So we have, is it seven ballot measures? Yes, we do. And sometimes we've done up to 23, but we have seven ballot measures this year, this, this season. That, um, and we're going to just jump right on in, I think. Don't yeah. we want to do that? We're, we're going to come back and, and give you a little bit of time to go to your computers and donate and all that. But we want to jump in on it. So Yeah, we'll plow through them. Uh, we'll plow through there's uh, only seven in quotes, but uh, <laughs> they're certainly crazy as usual. So. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a heck of a year. It's a heck of a year. Yeah, we've done up to twenty three, I believe, at one time, which was oh, just horrendous. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. That going on now. <laughs> so uh, I usually describe what the scene is with each proposition, and then true. Karen jumps in and tells you who's behind it all, what, what the money amount is, and who's paying how much to to support it or defeat it. And that part gets kind of intense. Yeah, it gets pretty intense. It gets pretty obnoxious. I think we broke some records in California this. Uh, oh, mightily, mightily broke some records. Um, but we'll talk about that as we go on. So. Proposition one. one, Annie, this is a legislative referred constitutional amendment. Yeah, and it's abortion right to reproductive freedom. And if you vote yes on it, it supports amending the state constitution, that pro prohibiting states uh, from interfering or denying anyone's re reproductive freedom, which includes right to an abortion and the right to 
contraception because we're looking down the road here at what's going on with the Supreme Court and saying what what should people do. So that's what the yes people put this measure one on the ballot for. No is you oppose this amendment that would provide that reproductive freedom into the state constitution. Abortion is legal in California up to fetal viability and after viability if necessary to protect the life or health of a mother. This year, the state legislature also passed the Reproductive Privacy Act, which added language to the state law declaring women's fundamental right to choose to bear a child or to choose to have an abortion. And the polls are showing support for Prop 1. So you might ask, well, why do you need to do this if it's already legal? And here's what the Yes on One California people say. They say, although California law provides meaningful protection for reproductive rights against state interference, the opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court highlights how California will no longer be able to rely on longstanding federal protections. Expressly stating a fundamental right to abortion in the state constitution will protect against potential future attacks at the federal level and from courts down the line. And additionally, the opinion previews how the court plans to erode privacy principles under the U.S. Constitution, which protects some of our most basic civil rights. So, that's where this is coming from. Um, who's the arguments for it? Uh, abortion bans don't end abortions. They end safe abortions. Lives of women are at stake. A woman has a right to plan her family. It's a it's a, a better for a woman to be um, have her make her decisions based on her consultation with a doctor and medical considerations, not someone's political agenda. And uh, women can't be forced to carry babies. The people that are against it are saying, uh, we are God's creatures. When does the baby get the soul? Think about that. Uh, Language is vague and reckless, endangers children, could legalize late-term abortions at taxpayer expense, and a human rights violation. So that's the arguments against. So who's for it? The California Democratic Party, the California Medical Association, California Nurses Association, the L.A. Times, Sacramento Bee, all of the major newspapers um, in, in California support it. Who's against it? The Republican Party of California. So this is a, a, a clear party divide here. The California Democrats support one. California Republicans say no. And, of course, um, the California uh, Conference of Catholic Bishops is also um, opposing this. If you drive by some Catholic church in some areas, you'll see the no on one signs ringing a church the same, like a fence almost, uh, while other Catholic churches don't have any sign at all either way. But if you do look at your list of so-called progressive groups, it's just yes, 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 yes on one, yes on one. Um, right down the line, you know, League of Women Voters, yes on one. France Committee on Legislations of California, yes, yes on one. Sierra Club, yes on one. Um, all the teachers, yes on one. So it's uh, it's popular in California. It's expected to pass, um, but... There's one newspaper, the San Francisco, San Francisco Bay Guardian, that said, just passing isn't enough. It has to pass big. It has to send a message to the country. Okay. 
But technically, it passes with 50% plus one, just to make everybody like that. So we're ready for the money? Yeah. Money, money, money. All right. So um, usually I go to Ballotpedia uh, dot, uh, to find out numbers and stuff. I found out that they were throwing up a lot of uh, ads. So I've also backed that up with Cal Matters. Um, folks, if you want to go and look at your own, you know, stream something. Cal Matters is out on YouTube and they're doing these great one middle, one minute uh, short presentations about each one of the ballot measures. And they seem to be more update, up to date. The last filing for money was October 24th and here we are, or not, I mean September 24th and here we are at the 19th. So, um, I had some old figures and I found some newer figures. And just to give you an idea of how these numbers are changing, uh, in support of the measure um, or Proposition 1, uh, by the 24th of last month, the support yes on Measure 1 uh, had just, uh, just over $9 million. Now we fast forward to yesterday and they had donations up to $15.2 million. So you can see that's at just barely a two-week period. They've gained over $6 million in the yes on, me on this measure. The opposition measure uh, is up to $1.6 million in opposition. So what I'm going to do is throw out the big donors uh, for this. So those in favor that we're throwing money towards that 15.2 million in the prop yes in proposition one uh, was the Federation of Indians of Great and Rancheria Federated Indians they threw in five million uh, California Medical Association Physicians Issues Committee threw in a million and then we've got Planned Parenthood, about a half a million. I'm sure they've thrown in more now. California Federation of Teachers threw in a quarter of a million. So those are the, those are the players that are uh, backing the Measure 1. Opposition is mainly, and it's hard to find out who these players are. You really have to dig, but it's called Stop Proposition 1. It's a uh, committee that's in opposition to it, and they're the only ones that are really um, raising money. It seems that uh, the biggest contributor to that is the East Valley Republican Women and Patriot Store. Mm -hmm. There you go. So it's the Republicans that are throwing some money against Measure 1. Proposition one. I guess we call them propositions. Kinda. That's what. Yeah, that's what. Propositions. Then locally we call them measures. So um, that's a lot of money so far. Uh, looks like the support is getting more than the opposition. So it's looking favorable. All right. Okay. So now we're off one and we're off uh, onto the double digits here, which is 26, 27, 28. 29, 30, 31. <laughs> there we go. I tried to figure out why they made that jump from um, 1 to 26. I never did figure I it out. I don't know how they number these propositions. I'm it, not it sure they do that. It's slightly different. It's, um, yeah. it's a, a legislative referred constitutional amendment. Oh, maybe that's a, it. But I did I try to contact the secretary of state and say why did we get number one there but didn't hear back but it's all right with me <laughs> anyway so here we go the prop 26 and prop 27 are both have to do with sports gambling and people are very confused about them so we're going to take prop 26 by itself and 27 by itself but first i thought we should do a little comparison of the two so people can have it in their mind what the difference is um, 26 is in-person 
gambling. 27 is online gambling. That's probably the major, major difference. Um, 26 is in person, and, and it's coming from certain tribes. And 27 is coming from big gaming companies. So those are two major difference. Um, and let me just jump in and say these were initiatives that were put on the ballot by signature. So this is what you call an initiative, pro part of the initiative process we have in California. Yeah, they're combined initiated constitutional amendment and state statute. Yeah, there you go. There's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, the other thing about 26 and 27 that's different is that 27 has a lot of op opposition from all different kinds of groups, whereas 26 is more mixed. There's uh, people that are for and against, and all these different groups don't line up with each other either. But uh, there's been a more overwhelming opposition to 27, and with 26 being more some of this and some of that. Um, 26 and 27 have the potential to turn California into the world's second highest sports gambling market, next only to the United Kingdom. Um, Prop 26 is sponsored by some tribes, uh, notably the Federated Indians of Grayton Rancheria, whereas Prop 27 is sponsored by gaming companies like FanDuel and DraftKings and BetMGM. If both measures pass, it could bring the state $3.4 billion a year. Uh, but I might mention right here that nobody thinks they're going to pass. And if they do pass, they figure that if they both pass, there's the suggestion that they're both going to end up in court and be decided yes. in the court if they both pass. Whoever loses is going to sue the other one. Probably most likely. <laughs> I mean, there's so much money being thrown at this. Sure. So uh, another in other comparisons, uh, Prop 26, the money would go to schools, uh, the state discretionary fund, and uh, mental health and gambling. Uh, <laughs> uh, help with that. Right. Okay. And then Prop 27 would go to address homelessness, uh, mental health, and addictions again. Interesting. <laughs> I like that. How they, um, they create the problem and they'll solve it. No problem. Okay. So... That's, that's the other difference is how they're going to distribute the money. And you've probably seen a lot of uh, things saying, stop homelessness by supporting 27. So um, 29 tribes do support Prop 26. Um, over 60 tribes oppose 27. And I have to say there also are tribes that are against both of them. And we'll talk about that, too. So... Um, you want to start now with 26, sure. oh 26 in particular? We can start with that. Um, the figures I'm throwing out, it's kind of hard to delineate because there's a committee. There's one big committee, and it's called Yes on 26 and No on 27. It's a coalition that's called uh. Uh, Safe Responsible Gambling. So they're raising money to do both yes and no. Yes on 26, yes on no on 27. So it's, it's really commingled. But... Um, so there's the, so we have it in support. So the latest, and I'm sure these numbers are just turning over like a slot machine daily, uh, in support of the, of 26, they're up to a hundred, ju just, just under $123 million in support of this proposition. Now, the opposition to 26, they're way over the top with, they've got 40, well, not over the top, they're less. They've got 43 million. So you've got 123 million 
in support of it, you've got 43 against it. So the uh, support, the big donors for supporting this um, work out to be the yes on 26, the no, and the big donors are the Federated Indians of the Ran uh, Grayton Rancheria. They put in, that eh, probably let's round it up to $32 million by today, I'm sure. Uh, Pachanka in Band of Indians, they're up to $25 million. Uh, there's another, boy, I can't even pronounce these Indian, another, another Indian tribe, uh, Nation, Wintum Nation, and they're up to $22 million. Agua Lacaliente, Band of Indians, they're up to 11, over $11 million. And another, Mission Indians, are over $11 million. So it's the tribes that are really got this at stake. Um, so now, opposed to 26, you've got, that's where you're about 20, about 43 million. Interestingly enough, the biggest donors for that are Hawaiian Gardens Casino. They've thrown in just over 10 million. The California Commerce Club, they got over 10 million into this game. The Knighted Ventures LLC, Knighted Ventures LLC is 4 million. Park West Casinos, about two million bike bicycle hotel and casinos a little over two million and garden city casinos two million so this seems to be that this is really the different tribes and different casinos battling for these two propositions but uh total that you're looking at overall well over almost 160 million as of today just into this proposition 26 breaking some national records with this huh Oh, we're making massive. We're breaking all kinds of records on these propositions. Um, I will say the money is obnoxious. I was talking to, telling Annie that I remember she and I have been doing this show long enough that the first outrageously high proposition I remember was way back in the two, early 2000s. It was a proposition to, it was an extraction tax for all the oil that comes out of the ground for California. It was defeated, but... I thought eighty million at the time was like totally off the wall. Yeah, I mean that's a drop in the bucket nowadays. So yes, uh, money in politics, money, money, money. Yeah, the other thing about these two together is that there's a lot of mailers I got no on twenty, no on twenty seven, no on twenty six, and uh, there was some observers who said that they one of the reasons they're both going down is they spent so much time saying no on the other one instead of yes on their own that people are just saying okay no on everything <laughs> so i don't know if that's I a would hope sophisticated the, analysis there i would hope the amount of money that these people are throwing at would just defeat it myself but that's in my humble opinion okay i yeah. think, I think Annie, <laughs> after all these years annie and i are getting a little bit cynical <laughs> realistic yeah, there's, I don't know there's been is. several um recommendations going along that line <laughs> okay so 26 now that's the in-person coming from the tribes one legalizes sport betting at american indian gaming casinos and licensed racetracks in california sponsored by some native american tribes note the and racetracks in there it legalizes sport betting at indian casinos and and the four licensed racetracks in california um, it would tax profits from sports betting at the racetracks at 10% and legalize uh, roulette and dice games such as craps at uh, tribal casinos. Um, um, if you vote no, you oppose the initiative so that sports betting in California and roulette and dice games at casinos would continue to be illegal. 
Sports betting means uh, wagering on professional college or amateur sports uh, events, except high school events and California college teams. And you need to be 21 to bet. And tribal state gambling compacts would need to be amended before the games would be legal. 10% of the profits would be allotted at the rate of 15% of that 10 to the State Department of Health for problems uh, gambling pro programs. 15% uh, to Bureau of Gambling Control for enforcement and 70% to the general fund. So who's for it? Um, Oh, the arguments in favor of it. Allows federally recognized sovereign nations to operate roulette, dice, and sports betting on tribal lands, something they should have been allowed to do from the beginning, according to Sal Martinez with the Garcia River Casino. It's supported by most tribes, so uh, yes to tribal sovereignty, says the Peace and Freedom Party. Against it, there's an interesting array here. 26 contains a poison pill provision that would allow limitless lawsuits against non-tribal card rooms, even if the Department of Justice says they haven't violated any law. It's a trick to eliminate competition, the card rooms say. Uh, it would allow four private horse racing tracks to offer in-person betting only if they continue to offer the live horse racing. And it doesn't uh, have any uh, measures within the proposition that would protect animals. And there's been a lot of scandals about horses dying uh, while they're involved in the horse racing process. Um, Michael Hunter says, no, I'm both 26 and 27. We'll write a tribal initiative that represents all California tribes. And the Pascanta Nomlaki also oppose both 26 and 27. So who's for it? Um, California uh, Nation's Indian Gaming Act Action. Um, Cloverdale Rancheria of Pomos, Elam Indian Colony, Manchester Point Arena Pomo, Redwood Valley Rancheria, Scotts Valley. Um, those are all for it. The Lieutenant Governor Eleni, um, Eleni Kulaki, I just murdered her name, I'm so sorry. The State Treasurer <laughs> recommends it. Fiona Ma recommends it. The Superintendent of Education, Tony Thurman, is for it. Wow. Against it, the L.A. Times, the Mercury News, AFSCME, that's the uh, government yeah. and wow. municipal uh, workers' union, Chula Vista, a, a town with card rooms there against it, it would negatively affect them, they say. The San Diego Humane Society, because of the racetrack provision, um, against it, Michael Hunter, chair of Coyote Valley. The San Francisco Bay Guardian is against it. This is against both of them. It says this is something that should have been straightened out by the state legislature. Make them do it. There's <laughs> and the president of the LASPCA, um, Prevent Cruelty to Animals. So those are the card rooms and the people, animal welfare people are against it, and the tribes seem to be mixed. Okay, are we ready for the money? I'm, I was not ready for this one. But, okay, um, all right. lay it on. So uh, in support of... So, 27, they've managed to amass um, about $170 million in favor of this proposition. Uh, the big money behind this for the top donors for the in support are, again, gaming tribes, uh, Betfair Interna Interactive, 
U.S. has got 35 million towards it. Crown Gambling, 33 million towards it. Bet MGM LLC, 25 million. FBG Enterprises, another 25 million. As you can see, it's all these gambling people that are gonna, um, that don't either want, that they want it their way. All right, so in uh, opposition, my goodness, are we ready for this? No. I know. I just am not. So you've got uh, you've got cash contributions, which is uh, totaling out to be um, wow, twenty uh, two hundred and fourteen million dollars. The reason I'm going oh wow is because I, what I didn't add in was the in kind contributions, and when you add in the in kind contributions, the numbers just go off the chart. So we've got 20, uh, 214 million towards the opposition to 27, and the major players that are against it are the San Miguel Band of Mission Indians. They put ah, 78 million towards it. Federated Indians of Grayton, Rancheria, 32, uh, Pachanka, Band of Indians, 25, uh, the Winton Nation, 22 million, and Agua La Cante uh, Tribe, uh, t 11 million. So that's a lot of money. And uh, I'm going to, as, as I'm reading off these numbers, I've actually got a list going as the total. I didn't, oh. I didn't do that this morning early when I was okay. tracking this money. So I have been tracking it. So, yeah, it's hard for me to even say these numbers, but I, I want to just say that I need to break in and say, you're listening to Case Wax and Z. <laughs> I'm Karen Adabani. With me is Annie Esposito. We're in the middle of our pledge drive, and we're talking about big money, which makes me, I mean, just a drop in the bucket for some of this would put us over the top in our in our little yeah. nonprofit here sitting in Mendocino County. I got to tell you, um, I'd like to reach out to some of these tribes and say, hey, how would you like to support us? We would just, we'd be just a drop in the bucket. So it is our pledge drive. And I know you're listening because I know every, I know a lot of people that wait for this show. They get their ballots and they're like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? So listen, you can go online at kzyx.org and push the donate button. But we need to, we need you, the listeners, to become members or you, the members, to up your game. Because we need, we need, I personally would want to see this station continue. I want to have the venue so that Annie and I can come and do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about operating expenses right yeah, now that just, we're raising money for, so that's, that's pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. 707. It's really five two two three three. Use it or lose it, huh? Yeah, it is. And it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really hard for me to wrap my brain around putting these numbers out on the air for ballot measures, for propositions for the state, and to see how much money these different organizations are throwing that. And you and I are just trying to raise $1,000. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's sick, it's sad, and it's the way, the reality of the world in 2022, Annie. All right, so we're going to chug on because we've got several more propositions to go. Yeah, we've um, got to run fast to get it all in. We're going to run fast. All right, so now we're going to go on to Proposition 28, which is Californians. Oh, did you want to do a little bit uh, uh, going in uh, on detail on 27? I thought we did detail on 27. Oh, okay, well, I did detail on 26, but not on 27. You heard about the card rooms and everything and, yeah, the, yeah, and no, the horse racing on 26. 27 is a different animal. I thought you did that. 
Well, I'm going to give you a little bit more detail. Okay, like make I, it quick. I, I, <laughs> okay, so... They're both gambling, okay? Okay, um. but 27 is the one that's online, and it's coming from the, the gamer, big gaming companies. It legalizes online sports betting and dedicates the money to the California Solutions to Homelessness and Mental Health Support Account and the Tribal Economic Development Account. Um it, yes, would legalize online mobile sports betting for 21 years or older, imposes 10% tax on betting revenues and licensing fees, allocates the tax money for homeless tribes without with that don't already have sports betting. And then if you vote no, it would continue to prohibit sports betting in California. The people in favor of this... 10% of the licensing fees and profits would go to a trust fund. After state regulatory costs are paid, 85% of the, percent of the rest of the money would go to address homelessness. And um, also, <laughs> my favorite part, uh, help with gambling addiction problems. 15% would go to tribes without online sports betting. Guarantees hundreds of millions every year for mental health, homelessness, and addiction. So that's the argument for. Argument against is big tribal casinos and non-tribal gaming can afford the initial $10 million or $100 million fee, um, and that would put smaller tribal casinos in, in financial risk. They could not compete, and that's from Sal Martinez Garcia River uh, Casino. 90% of gambling profit would go out of state. Corporations and loopholes would give them even more. Online gambling is far more addictive, and there's no way to prevent kids from doing it using false information. It would legalize the largest expansion of online sports gambling in history, turning every cell phone, laptop, and video game into a gambling device. It hurts tribes that depend on in-person gambling, threatening tribal self-reliance, uh, and it caps the amount of money to homeless um, at, let's see, pennies on the dollars, put it that way. Out-of-state companies need a tribe to partner with in order to come into California this way, but the tribe would take a subordinate role. So that's the arguments for and against. Four big city Democrats have endorsed it um, because of the homeless funding. Oakland's Libby Schaff, um, the mayor of Oakland, endorsed it. Long Beach's Robert Garcia and Sacramento's Daryl Steinberg all endorse it because of that provision, uh, along with some homeless advocacy groups. Uh, Governor Newsom says he has no position on it, but scoffed at the idea that this was a homeless measure of any kind. Um, Against it also the Santa Rosa Band of um, Cahuilla Indians. Um, every group on the legal progressive list that you may have seen is against it. Um, three native tribes are for it, but overwhelmingly, overwhelming a majority of the tribes are against it. Okay, I tried to stumble through that as fast as I could. That's okay. But they're both, um, and again, if you want to see little one-minute clips, go to YouTube and click on Cal Matters, and they have one-minute little introductions and clips about each one of these propositions, and they really do help if you want a little bit more information. That's a wonderful resource. It is a wonderful resource. <clears throat> All right, so... Let's whiz through Proposition 28. Okay. Uh, this is Californians for art, Arts and Music in the Schools. 
requires funding for K through 12 arts and music. Uh, yes, if you vote yes, it requires that at least one percent of K through 12 public school funding under Prop 98 go to art and music, and it distributes additional money from local schools' shares of economically disadvantaged student funding. It requires students with 500 or more st students to use 80 percent of the funding for employee teachers and 20 for training and materials. If you vote no, then there would be no special new arts and music education requirements. Arguments for? Are you ready for that? You go for it, girl. Okay. The people who want it say arts and music help children learn and achieve in school and later life. They do better in math, have better attendance, uh, but there are, are um, these are the first classes to get cut. Barely one in five public schools have a full-time arts and music teacher. Prop 28 protects existing educational funding and does not raise taxes. Schools must use the money for arts and music and it requires annual audits. Those are the arguments in favor. Uh, the people against um, there's no argument against 28 in the state voter guide, um, but the reason against it, uh, as expressed by the Santa Cruz Sentinel, for example, calls it ballot box budgeting, and it opposes 28. The money would come from the general fund, since there's admittedly no new tax, that a billion-dollar annual cost means less for some other vital service. Spending on California K-12 has reached record levels, while enrollment is the lowest in 20 years. Despite that, 28 would take would lock in more state funding for schools. California schools now get about $17,000 a student. Let the school boards decide how to allocate the money. They have um, enough money already. Um, it sounds good, but it allows di uh, diversion from the education programs that are um, not meeting performance goals. So that's a, the opposition seems to be coming from Reform California. And the San Jose Mercury News, <laughs> and uh, the Republicans did not take a position either way. And the usual progressive groups that you will find on the list, like, you know, American Friends Service Committee, mm -hmm. all those, uh, they all support it. California Democrats are for it. Republicans, no position. Uh, PTA is for it. The Teachers Associations, the uh, CTA and CFT, are both for it. So this is basically not an increase in any money. This is just shifting money around in the budget. It's a prioritizing it. It's a prioritizing it. And in my humble opinion, if they're not going to do it, then we, the people, should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to jump into the money. Can we do that? Yeah. All right. So there is have Steve Balmer, Balmer from Microsoft. He put in a million and a half. You've got Fender Music Corporation. I'm, they're uh, going to get some music in it. That's one million. Teachers Association, California Teacher Association a million and then Monica Rosenthal and she's an actress she used to be oh I just spaced the show she was on anyway her and her husband put a million dollars toward so these are philanthropic people who believe in the arts in our schools and it's a shift of money so there you go on that one okay you ready for dialysis clinics oh my goodness <laughs> i feel like deja vu we have done this this is the third time folks that a dialysis patients protection bill has been on the ballot we did it in 2018 we did it in 2020 yeah. and now we're doing it in 2022 here we go it's, so it's yeah 29 this time proposition 29 again uh, put on the ballot by initiative process 
and give us a quick update on what that means. We're okay. running, going on time here. Yes, Lawn 29 would require dialysis clinics to have at least one physician, nurse practitioner, or physician assistant while the patients are being treated uh, to report data on dialysis-related infections and not discriminate between patients based on the source of payment for care. No, on 29, there would be no re, re new no new requirements uh, on presence of medical personnel, etc. And of course, as you said, Karen, it's a repeat of Prop 23 from 2020, which would have done the same thing. Um, it's sponsored by SEIU, um, H U UHW. Um, that's the union, the healthcare workers union. It uh, it failed. Uh, uh, in both cases, it failed in eighteen. It failed in twenty twenty. There were slight differences in them, but they were yeah, basically pretty much the, the same, same thing. Yeah. And it, it's 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 directed at Fresa, Fresenius and Davida. Am I pronouncing that right? Fresenius. Yeah, we're going to slaughter. It's a German. <laughs> they're both they're both foreign companies. They're German companies. They they basically have the captive audience. There's about eighty thousand people in men, in, men, in California that have to deal with dialysis. Um, these are these these two companies control the the, the dialysis um, centers. Um, I'm just going to jump to the money. And here we go in support of it, which is SEIU. SEIU has thrown about $8 million at it so far. Um, and, of course, the opposition, which is very wealthy, beginning at this because it would require them to do up their game, up their staff, and all of that. So that's the money for that one. Yeah, and I think people could kind of... Um feel their way themselves on what would be good about having more um, medical presence and 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 the cons of course the, the big accusation that SEIU wants to unionize these clinics and they haven't been able to so they're harassing the clinics in this manner forcing them to spend lots lots of money uh, on these to defeat these measures and that's why it's happening uh, the California Democratic Party is for it uh, the Republicans are against the Green Party, the Peace and Freedom Party, um, the California Labor Federation. Those are all for it. Um, but there's some progressive groups that are against it. Um, Friends Committee on Legislation of California is the major California newspapers are against it. Even the pro-union San Francisco Bay Guardian is against it. It says, wow. I think that these places should be organized, but not like this. <laughs> not like this. All right, folks. So we've got two more propositions. So now we're getting into this very interesting proposition 30 oh yeah that's and, and we need to one. yeah well, I want to I want to that's that's an interesting one so this is a ballot measure that was an initiative put on the ballot why don't you tell us all about it real quickly Annie okay so this is um casually called the climate measure it's taxes in transportation uh, 30 is a tax on income above two million dollars for zero emission vehicles and wildfire prevention. Uh, yes would increase the tax on personal income above $2 million by 1.75% to go to subsidies for zero emission vehicles and zero emission vehicle infrastructure such as charging stations. 80% to EVs and EV support and 20% for wildlife suppression and prevention programs. A no on 30 would be no new tax on the wealthy to support EVs. 
And this uh, provision it would end in January 2043 or earlier if the statewide emissions uh, were reduced by 80% of 1990 levels. There's one problem, though. People would ordinarily know where they stand on this, whether they're for taxing the rich for the climate or not. Um, but this one has a, a wrinkle there. Um, the pro progressive who might be expected to embrace such a law might be put off by the company LIFT, which stands to benefit by Prop 30. Uh, the tax money would help them, just their drivers would be able to convert to EV. So even though they don't consider their drivers employees, the, the, the gig drivers do represent a fleet that works on behalf of Lyft, and so that would help Lyft just have all of its drivers would be able to get uh, subsidized help in converting their cars. So that's why Lyft is the biggest backer of this. And the one thing that, w that was very funny about this for people is that Governor Newsom has broken with all the rest of the Democratic Party, the environmentalists, and the firefighters who he usually aligns with, and, and he's strongly against a 30. He calls it a special interest carve-out, a cynical scheme devised by a, a, a single corporation and a Trojan horse, and one Prop 30 strategist that counters that the governor doesn't want a tax increase when he's running for president. So... That's <laughs> that's the uh, the wrinkle there is the lift company and the governor um, to this tax the rich for the uh, to save the environment measure. Okay, and now we're gonna go money real quick. Money, money, money. Okay, those in support of it have managed to garner uh, thirty seven million dollars, and those that have opposed it have garnered. Um, Nine million, just over nine million for our. Well, I guess it's up to eleven million now. Um, oh, and my up, updated numbers as of yesterday: those that are in support of this are up to forty-seven, uh, just under. Say, let's say forty-eight million on that one. Wow, ouch. Okay, so as you might. Um, gather the money that are against the opposition that against it is there's like nine billionaires that have thrown million dollars at it and i could name <laughs> names but they're just billionaires and the only other one that's not a billionaire that didn't throw money at it was at sierra pacific industries threw money against that that's opposed to it uh the majority of the money that's come in towards uh the yes has lift lift has lift has thrown 35 million at it the international brotherhood of electric workers throw a million at it so those are kind of the players um yeah it's a wealth tax and it's going to electrify cars and do that so that that's an interesting ballot measure that people are um gonna decide on i'm not sure where it's leaning but it seems to be uh 55 percent ahead ahead oh, okay there we go so the pros are the california environmental voters but interestingly the green party is, uh came out against it and sierra club has no um no position on it really Huh. Um, Cal Fire Firefighters are against it. American Lung Association. I mean, excuse me. Cal Fire Firefighters are for it. For it, right? Because some of that money goes to fight fire. Right. I mean, it, it's just it's dispersed very interestingly. That's what <laughs> I. American find Lung it. Association for it. Friends committees for it. Lift, as we have mentioned, is for it. The yeah. Democrats are for it. Uh, San Francisco Chronicles for it. Uh, a lot of the major newspapers came out against it. The L.A. Times, hmm. etc. I wonder how many actually millionaires it would affect. Did you see that? 
anywhere in your numbers, Annie? I never actually no, saw that, and fact, that would have been easier. So it's over two million dollars. I mean, I, I mean, I probably know somebody somewhere that makes two million is, a year. This but this is pretty I don't know. fluid because one of the arguments against it is that um, a lot of of these so-called millionaires uh, one percent of you know one fraction of a percent yeah uh, that they would take steps to reduce their income in order to get around this. oh and then they're talking about people are going to flee the state i don't think so no, well maybe not, not flee the state but they would certainly recalibrate their bookkeeping system so yeah. it's not to show so much um, coming in and then they would evade it that way so it's it's sort of hard to tell yeah. exactly how but much. it could bring in money all It'll right it'll definitely bring in money so we're gonna can we can we jump to the last one because we yeah, only we got six, we're, out of time. we're running out of time but it's the easiest one i think um yes okay so this is what you call a veto a referendum it's kind of an interesting thing uh, do we want to just do it it's about it has to do with a measure that had been passed uh in 2020 was it or last yeah, year, in, yeah, in 2020, 2020 about it's a um, bill that got the governor signed. There you go. It's a governor at time, and it's called to protect the kids. It has to do with uh, electronic. What is it? Cigarettes, flavored, flavored, flavored tobacco. Ci- yeah, tobacco cigarettes. So, give us a real quick wrap. Okay, so it upholds the ban on flavored tobacco sales. So this is oh, this is where you kind of watch out. Yes, would ab- uphold the contest- contested legislation, which would ban the sale of the the flavored tobacco products a no would repeal the legislation so that would keep the no would keep the sale of flavored tobacco so it's sort of like yes we want yes we have no bananas right (laughs) yes to ban it no to keep it so you have to kind of read it when when you vote on 30 read it so that you refresh that that yes bans the flavored tobacco and basically argument here is whether or not you believe this is directed at kids and it's gonna corrupt the kids that are trying to have healthy normal lives and uh, of course the people that are in for for this uh, say no uh, the people that want to have flavored tobacco say that it's it's against adults too it's already illegal to sell the kids so this is affecting adults the other people say oh no they're only marketing kids kids are what the, the parties that buy this flavored tobacco are all kids. All right, so I'm going to throw some money at it here. Uh, so those in support of this are, um, they've got about $6 million towards it. And as you might guess, the people that are against this are up to over like $21 million, And those mm. are pretty much, you've got those that are against it, uh, those that are in favor of are your cancer society, your lung society, your heart society. Those that are against it are, let's just list off every doggone tobacco <laughs> company there is in California. So Annie Esposito, that's it. Um, and we only had seven, but we can fill the time and it doesn't matter how many propositions. But the most important thing is, folks, is that you become an informed voter. You get out and vote. There are so many ways to vote. You can even register up to almost the last day. You, the last day. Yes. Uh, the, the, the last I day. I mean, Mendocino County, California, tries to make it as easy for you to vote as possible. I encourage everyone to get out there and do it. Um, and also, I encourage you to stay tuned and uh, listen and donate go to the website thekeziwax.org and you know there's always snail mail p.o box one philo nine five four six six 
This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.